dropping that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. And DJ Killer Kev. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal. Straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rouse. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs are the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash and DJ Killer Kev. Can't make this up, podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. You said what number is this? This is uh this is uh number three three episode Scotty Pippen, baby. Ooh. <laughs> we out here. Yeah, man, we doing numbers, man. Doing numbers in the streets, man. But before we get into the important stuff of the podcast, man, we got to recap last night, man, in college yeah, football. Yeah, man, I'm glad I picked a lazy Saturday. Is that what it was? Because, man, I was, I was in a horizontal position all day, <laughs> and uh, we just watching football. I was working on some, you know, my homework. My homework is my DraftKings, and I had a, <laughs> had a good DraftKings week. So, uh, man, I got to watch Washington lose. Mm-hmm. I got to watch, uh, who else? Uh, who Clemson took Clemson. that L. And then I got to watch Michigan. Yeah, man. The Michigan one, after doing some homework, might end up hurting us. Yeah. We're going to need uh, Michigan State to come through against Penn State, probably. Yeah, man. Yeah. But, uh, and Ohio State just need to win their games, But man. I wonder if we number two in the, you know, playoff four. Yeah. But we don't have a Big Ten game. It's gonna come back to hurt us. Is our, our resume not good enough to fight off that 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 fifteen? I don't know, man. It, we, we, it we, all, we might move from two to four. It all shakes out, man. It all shakes out on the watch. That's why I always tell people like when they release the rankings like three weeks before the end of the season, like it matters for bragging sakes. Yeah. But at the end of the day, let the season play out. Let the cards play right. out. But with a, a team like Ohio State and a name program like Ohio State, if they went out and Penn State wins out, they're going to put Ohio State in there, man. They have to. They're they going to have to put Ohio State in they there. They have man. to, don't they? But That's the thing about it is so many other teams lost. It's almost kind of like a full reset. It's kind of almost like, well, it don't matter because too many other teams lost. Like, it was so many teams. Auburn, they lost. They were number nine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Texas That's the, that's the first game I too. saw. I, I was watching that first. They lost. So many L's out here. Shoot, Louisville ain't look good to the fourth quarter. They were losing going into the like into the third quarter, and then they put it on uh, wait for it. So, I mean, it's so many other games out there. So much football to be played. You got a lot of rivalry games coming up. You Man. got Auburn, Alabama. You still, uh, Clemson still got to play uh, South Auburn Carolina. Might be bitter too. Yeah, yeah. Cause all we need, if Alabama have a loss, then we, then it's like everybody just hit the reset, and we all just get, you know, we got to be in the top four. Yeah. Cause if everybody hit the reset, we was what number one in the beginning of the year. Yeah. Everybody, everybody got one loss, right? <laughs> it's basically almost <laughs> like a big reset button, man. So I think Ohio State is in good shape, and I think everything that happened over the weekend gives players that. Okay, look, we can lose. We already lost to Penn State, and look what happened to all these other teams. Let's go in here versus Michigan State next Saturday, handle our business, get ready for the team up north, mm-hmm. and handle our business, and we'll be sitting pretty and See, let first the cars fall where they may. First half of the season, I was a little concerned about the team up north because how, how our offense was playing mm-hmm. and how they was, they was rolling cats. Yeah. And, and now it's like our offense starting to click a little, even if it is like, you know, Practice squad game, you know, like as far as the like, they were just sixty two to three. Yeah, they, they got up so fast. They got up so fast that they were just like, yo, they're just better. Yeah, like you couldn't even be. I was watching the people in the crowd when their teams getting blown out in the first quarter, you know, and it's like you they they sitting there just like. I mean, it's Ohio Hopefully State, they got Verizon yeah. so they can play on their phone while they're at the game. Right, man. like that's crazy, man. Um, I know for Ohio State, man, they went out. They should be good money, but. You look at Michigan, man, the two teams that they had close games with, they had a close game with Wisconsin, and they lost, obviously, yesterday to uh, Iowa. The physical teams that they played, the teams that they couldn't out-muscle, yeah. they run into trouble with. So, yeah. hopefully, our boys are in the weight room, yeah, doing them deadlifts, doing them squats, <laughs> getting ready, baby, because right. uh, that game is definitely going to be real big, real right, big. Right. Love it, love it, love it, man. But, uh, you know... 
something important happened yeah. this, this week, man. This yeah. this month has been actually crazy. But it, uh, it feels so crazy that election Tuesday was this week. Like with <laughs> the, how crazy the week been. It's just mm-hmm. been like you forget almost forgot that like damn, that was just earlier this week. Yeah, man. <laughs> so how was your Tuesday? Man, my Tuesday was well, was kind of, you know, it was kind of weird. I got up early. I was I'm going to go to the pub before work. I got to be at work at 7:30. I didn't get up quite as early as I planned, but I still left the house at like 6:10. So I'm thinking 6:10 to 7 I should be able to vote, get to work on time. Mm-hmm. I pull up to the to the poll. I walk in there. That bitch is snaked like King's <laughs> Island. I'm talking like it was in a church and it was With just the like sign your weight from this morning. No, it wasn't even no wait. It was just like I peeked in because when the line started it was at the doors of like the little rec room of the church mm-hmm. where they would come hoop or probably have their little you know whatever dinners and stuff. So the, I peeked in and it's just snake, snake, snake. I'm like, there's no way. Like it was probably two, three hundred people in it. Like wow. it was packed. So I'll turn the media around, like, I'll come back to set this evening. I was trying to beat the rain. It's supposed to rain yeah. Tuesday. And I was like, I'll just come back. So I went to work. People was just talking my head off at work. I'm talking, like, coworker pulled me in one of the rooms and was like, let me ask you a question. I was like, what's up? He was like, do you think Donald Trump is a racist? And I, like, set up. I was like. Should have sent him to episode five of the podcast. I was like, <laughs> I was like, well, is the VA closed on Friday? Because Friday was Veterans Day, right? Is the VA closed on Friday? <laughs> he kind of, and I just walked out. Like, I'm not doing this with you today, right? So today of all days, yeah. Then, then, then the vets is coming up. You know, some of them just got you know different issues, and they bipolar or snap, and they going. So all day I'm just like, yo, I gotta get home. This is just, this is driving me crazy. So get home. We uh, we 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 load up with the rain gear, thinking we're gonna be run, getting. I think it's gonna be deep still. Mm-hmm. Pull up back to the pole. When I tell you, I walked in there and there wasn't nobody in there. Really? Like I walked straight to the table. I was like, bro, we lost. <laughs> That's when I was like, we lost. Cause to me, I already felt. We, this is just my personal opinion. Take it for what it's worth, but. I felt like we had already lost the simple fact because I was in this predicament, but I, I went ahead and voted anyway. Like I didn't like my options. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was a multiple choice that I didn't know the answers to, and I was just gonna guess on. You know what I'm saying? Like just pick one, and I didn't like feeling that way. I wanted to, to be able to say I'm supporting this. Mm-hmm. I like what this person. Like I didn't really like none of the candidates. So, so I, of course I went and placed my vote. I voted for Hillary just mm-hmm. just to, just for that to be known. Um, I just couldn't get with Trump, right? Basically, like when you when you know the history, you know seeing what he's been doing and saying, and just how he reacts to things, it's like, yo, I I, I made a little funny snap, like I can't trust you with the nuclear codes. <laughs> and I had my baby was she was getting ready to want a bottle, so I knew the crowd was coming, so I I got in my little creative mode, like let me just be funny for a second. But it it was a little funny video I posted about that. But when you think about it, like he could be having a bad day and like just fuck everybody and then something really jump off, man, let's pop you know what I'm saying? Like, who gonna stop him? So mm-hmm. so that kind of stuff, you know, was in my head. But when I when we walked in there and also the fact that I feel people in my predicament was gonna do write ins or vote for the independents that mm-hmm. were out there. And I feel like that hurts because I felt like the rural areas and the percentage of people that live in our country the most, which is the whites, mm-hmm. <laughs> they was going to come out. Yeah. So, you know, I felt like he was going to give more support than what people think. Yeah. If you look at all his rallies, man, they was never, he was having rallies the day before Bad Boy concerts and yeah. they, you know what I'm saying, in the same spots. So mm-hmm. if I see, if I see Diddy bringing out 20K, yeah, I know he bringing out 30, you know? <laughs> Man, so. I I had a real bad feeling about this election probably in late September. Right around when the stations started doing those Halloween remotes. Yeah. Because there are in a lot of those rural areas. And so when I'm driving through these towns to get to these haunted houses and everything like that, Trump heavy. And uh, we do so many of them, and they're in so many different areas. It isn't like, oh, we're always going back to the same one over and over and over, man. We're going to 
like five, ten different ones. So we're hitting different counties throughout the uh, city, throughout the state. So I start getting a feeling like, man, this dude really got a, a backing from the white disenfranchised people. Yeah. Like President Obama had the black people's endorsement because we felt a type of way. It's like, man, he has a strong backing. But then all that grabber by the pussy shit start coming out. So then I came back to reality like, look, man, nobody's fucking that crazy to vote for this guy. This dude's out of his mind. He hasn't talked about policy. Um, You know, like I didn't make the biggest problem about Trump not releasing his tax records or him not paying taxes or whatever, because he is a businessman. And that's what businessmen do. That's how businessmen stay rich. They know how to maneuver their money. Well, exactly. their, their accountants know how to maneuver their money. So I have no no quarrels with that. That's that's his business. That's how he get down. And if you go check other millionaires and billionaires out there, their shit will be the exact same way. So I don't want to hear nothing about, oh, you filed for not paying taxes. That's 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 legal. Yeah. That's, that's all that's exactly. all above board. So he knows the game. He knows the game and he's playing the game. So as we got closer to election day, I'm I'm rapping with my brother, and uh, he's a strong Hillary supporter, and uh, me myself, I was a Bernie Sanders supporter, and uh, you know my biggest hang up that he was trying to explain to me is like, well, you know, like that whole free college stuff ain't for me and you that Bernie was pushing this for doctors and lawyers and stuff like that. But I was like, I mean, that's neither here nor there. I'm gonna support Hillary. I'm gonna ride with her. The whole super delegate thing. I still do feel some type of way about that, yeah. but I'm still support her because I'm down with a lot of stuff that she says. But more importantly, I'm not down with a racist and a dude that wants to take us back to 1962. Exactly. So that was my whole being. And I and I was telling my brothers, like, man, we got to make, make sure people get out there and hopefully people get out there and vote because people have a disdain for her. Yeah. They have a disdain for the Clintons. Just that name. That name. They have a disdain for every like a lot of things that a career politician, because that's what she is. So get up early, go vote. Line wasn't too bad. We probably wasn't in line for like 45 minutes. Got to work on time. All good money. Um, so get off work. It was Tuesday, so that's the uh five dollar day at the movies. So I go see Doctor Strange. I'm like, all right, look, check this out. Cause they you know I'm checking up everything, like, yeah, we should Hillary should has an eighty percent chance of winning. Uh we should that media power we talked about. Announced the winner by nine thirty. I'm like, all right, cool. We go check out the movie, go see Doctor Strange, go get my Marvel fix in. You know what I'm saying? Get out of there about 9 o'clock, shoot, wait up, but like an hour, we'll have a new president. Let's get to see a first woman president. It's all good, man. Yeah. Get home. No, no, no. I'm leaving the theater. Turn phone back on. Get the, excuse me, get the update. 129 to 107. I'm like, that ain't good. (laughs) (laughs) That ain't good. And then by the time I got home, they was like, they working the maps. You know how them girls working the maps. Well, she gets this and this and this and this. Let's get her another. And then once Ohio went red, baby. I did the exact, off, baby. the exact same thing. I went to, real quick, I went to my boy Will Gunn. He had a little, like a little election mm-hmm. evening. It wasn't no really like no, it was just a gathering of people coming. We all ate, had some drinks. We, Me and the wife stopped in there real quick. Mm-hmm. And uh, jokingly, I was like, when I we left early, I'm like, like, somebody text me, tell me who won. You know what I'm saying? Like just joking around. So then, you know, I get home. I'm not paying no attention. I'm catching up on DVR, watching you know, some whatever sport was on. I don't even remember. Probably a basketball game. And uh, come back, and I'm like, same thing. I'm looking like, yo, he winning. Like, and I'm seeing Florida yeah. shaking his way. I'm seeing Ohio shaking his way. I'm like, well, if he win both of those, I'm, it's over. Like, I don't care what they talking about. Like, yeah. it's over. And for that to shake down like that, and even as for it to, like, to find out that Montgomery County that we live in mm-hmm. for the first time since I said 88 – Voter Republican. Yeah, man. Like that's that's like yo, shit is shit, shit is, is real, yeah. dog. Shit is real. Because there's two things that I want to share with y'all before we get off this topic, man. That y'all have to go listen to. The first thing is Greg Popovich did like a six minute, five six minute 
interview on his feelings about this whole Trump being voted. And it's powerful. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I listened to that thing two or three times already. And I just got hip to it last night. Mm-hmm. Like it's just it's just something about listening Steve to Kerr that. too. Yeah, and uh, uh, Stan Stan Van Gundy. Oh man, he went on a nice little yeah. rant. <laughs> so like I listened to a couple of those. So that's one thing you must check out if you if you if you just something to listen to. And the second thing that I thought was real powerful, man, was Dave Chappelle on Saturday Night Live. I missed it. I got a DVR, but you can go ahead. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna. <laughs> you need to watch that like before football. Like okay, like it's something it. He did an excellent job, not only on the you know on the uh, monologue in the beginning, mm-hmm. but the skits was like it just felt like for one night we get the the Chappelle show, like that's what that's all I'm gonna Can't say. Wait. So it's it's dope. You know, I, I fell asleep. I missed probably the last couple, but tr- I watched you know try mm-hmm. perform. You know, and it, it, that, but that whole just he did he did an outstanding job with that, and and his monologue in the beginning is really powerful as well. Nice, so. nice. And I wanted to talk about how you were saying, like people were asking you if uh, Trump was racist in your eyes. Yeah, I had a real good friend at work, coworker, and uh, um, great guy, man. And he he's a, a an independent, but he leans you know more Republican, and he. Uh, like I said, hates Hillary Clinton, <laughs> and he's like, "Man, I can't get down with Donald Trump. I got a daughter, <laughs> right?" So he voted independent or whatever, and uh, it's like, it's like, well, we got to give him a chance. We got to give a first hundred days, and I explained to him my feelings about the first hundred days. I was like, "Look, man, the president sets the tone of the country. The president is responsible for the rhetoric." the backing and how people act towards each other. President Obama, no matter what, how you feel about him or his policies or whatever the case may be, he is never not double negative, whatever. Uh, he's always handled himself with class. Right. And some people may take that as him shucking and jiving, being a Tom. He's a career politician. He's always taking the high road and everything like that. But when you have a candidate, the president-elect, speaking about women a type of way, speaking about minorities a type of way, that sets a tone with people. And there's already people reporting on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I know that's not technically the real world, but people getting reported harassment. Get out my country line is is heavy out here right now. So it is is definitely up to president elect Trump, can't believe really fucking said that, right. to include everybody. Yeah. Don't be out here on no fuck shit. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, I also told him, I was like, look, man, if David Duke is happy about something, I'm sad about it. Period. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Point blank. Yes. <laughs> That's just, I mean, we can get on here and start uh, regurgitating numbers and I was like, oh, 50% of people didn't vote or 35% of black people voted for this person. And this is that we can re- regurgitate shit that we heard on CNN just like you did. That ain't the point. The point is, man, we have to. And I'm not just talking about black people. I'm talking about everybody. You know, we have to keep our head on a swivel. Yeah. Understand what's going on in our climate. And Killer Mike also said something like this could be the best thing to ever happen to black folks. To say, like, we finally get off our ass and start paying attention to what's going on. Start trying to create some wealth for ourselves in this system instead of just like, you know, with President Obama, like, oh, we got one, we got one, we got one in the house, everything is cool now. And another coworker who, uh, his, he always says, man, it's, it's 2016, man. Aren't we, aren't we over this? We have a black president for God's sakes. And I asked him how he felt about that today. Well, on, after election day, like, well, can't believe it. It's like, believe it, dog. And yeah. that's what people been dealing with. And that's especially black people have been dealing with even while President Obama's been in office. Like, the fuck shit. Right. And now everybody's fucked. Right. And the crazy part about it, the people that voted for him don't even know that they fucked yet. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. And they, and like, man, I'm even seeing this shit like within my family, man. Could, uh, could you, okay, so, so, so picture this. 
as being your life. My whole entire family is white. Mm-hmm. I don't know my dad's family whatsoever. Very few people. Um, and my mother, most of her friends are black. Mm. Okay. So over my 34 years of life, some families that have been friends to our family have, they've gone on cruises. They've vacated like, like my family and some of my mom's friends, families are family. Like they're, they're, they're support each other. And every, you know, every dinner, every birthday, every, like my family show up to their house. Mm -hmm. So imagine when all your one side of your family and friends is like putting their two cents in about how they feel about the election your wife is putting in her two cents. Yeah. My wife went bananas on social media Tuesday and Wednesday, like <laughs> posting like crazy, right? And then imagine your uncles Uh-oh. who you love, grown up, you know, had the best times of your life. They're putting in their two cents about why they voted for Trump. And I and, and on on looking, it's like most of my family voted for Trump is what it looks like. Mm-hmm. And just to see like them trying to defend Trump and every person that I think about that's trying to defend Trump, I'm like, how the fuck can you defend that? Yeah. But this is my like immediate family. Yeah. It's fucked up. It's very. That's <laughs> like, crazy. Like it's a, it's tough, man. So I'm like, I'm not big on that anyway as far as, you know, putting in my two cents with politics and all yeah. that. But I read it. Mm-hmm. I see how people feel and it's like. I'm not looking forward to Thanksgiving for real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, politics is politics is a motherfucker, man. Politics and religion, boy. Those two crazy. things, man. People like I was always taught, man, hey man, don't shit on nobody religion, dog. <laughs> like, cause I mean, I'm not going front like I'm the biggest uh church goer or anything like that. But like something my brother always told me is like, hey man, never shit on nobody's religion. Because when it's over, because <laughs> it's all gonna end one day. It's a possibility. You might be wrong. They might be right. So just respect everybody's exactly. everybody's point of view. And if you got faith, and then you get money. Exactly. <laughs> so that's always something I kept with me and thought about. But that that's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. Thanksgiving at your crib is gonna be something I mean, it, epic. It, it's just it's just like I know, like I I know these people. Like I, you know, it ain't like it ain't like it's just somebody I work with, a coworker mm-hmm. that you see eight hours a day, ten hours a day, whatever. Like these are my family, right? And it's like, it's just like people are just looking for. I th- I think now this is this is my prayer that the hate for Hillary is just so strong that the Trump thing is like we just can't rock with Hillary. But if that's the sole reason why, that's why all this shit is fucked up anyway. Very, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, like you. Pop Pop said it the best, man. Like, there are so many things that Donald Trump did throughout this campaign that if that was your child, <laughs> you would be lecturing the fuck out. Like, you would be letting them have it. They would mm-hmm. they, they would have no freedom. They would be grounded forever. Yeah. But you cool with your executive branch of the government feeling that way. Feeling that like, way. Like, that shit is crazy. And I want to throw one small stat out here. I'm sure everybody heard, but I want everybody to think about it just for one quick second, man. We talk about, you know, Trump getting the rural areas to come out and vote, disenfranchised white folks to come out and vote. That's one point. But he can't win this election without the soccer mob going to vote, the the uh, middle class white man to go vote for him too. He can't 600 win. Six hundred million people can't. He can't win. It was it was a lot. Yeah, he can't <laughs> win the election without those people also supporting him. Yeah. So think about something like this: you have a a single white woman who's a parent that she has a daughter not only she doesn't have respect for herself she doesn't have respect for her daughter either to vote for him and so the next time her baby daddy go upside her head or some crazy shit like that and you scream about domestic violence and shit like that well think about what just what you just did you you gave the thumbs up to somebody that's Right. About that rape culture, <laughs> right. about that groping culture. So crazy, people got to think about that shit, man. <laughs> shit like, so it, crazy. It's, it's crazy. And one more thing on this topic before you move on, man. I just really want everybody to take a deep breath, relax a little bit, keep your head on a swivel, obviously. But, you know, <laughs> for lack of a better word, 
enjoy these last right. <laughs> days of President Obama. I hope, I hope the Cubs get to the White House before January. <laughs> I think the Obama Cavs did. Yeah, I, I think Obama need to go out with that. That need to be like the last week. Man, that's that's crazy, <laughs> man. So, uh, prayers up to everybody. Yeah, Keep man. your head up on the swivel. Um, they say pray for your leaders. Yeah, man, absolutely, man. And uh, shoot, I was listening to uh, Charlemagne on the Breakfast Club. Man, he was saying, shoot, love everybody, pray, get your money up, and uh. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get to zero balance on a lot of things yeah, before yeah. Uh, shit hits the fan. I'm the fame, same you know way, I mean? man. I'm the, like I'm, I, I was looking over the DJ calendar for the rest of the year. You know, nice little Christmas money coming mm-hmm. in. You know, back to work. So you know, checks is flowing again, yeah. and it's like okay, it's time to it's time to you know pay this off, pay that off. Like now, it, it's funny when you reach a certain age where it goes from like, yo, I'm about to have five k. I'm about to, you know, like, until it goes to, like, I'm about to have, like, how can I make this 5K, 10K? Or how can I pay off this to where, you know, like, your focus changes with with just something like 5K. You know what I'm saying? It's just, like, you reach that age where it's, like. I'm trying to zero out on this shit. I'm trying to be zero balance in these streets. I'm trying to get out here and not have no stress. Yes, sir. Especially on, on that side of life. Absolutely, man. So Friday was Veterans Day, man, and you are a veteran, so I thank you for your service, oh. Kyle, sir. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> Definitely uh shots out to uh, both my grandparents grandfathers were in the service. My sister was in the Navy. Uh my uncles were uh veteran are veterans, so salute to them. But uh, I saw you had a nice little extravaganza. Man, you man, and the wife was lit. Let me share this with y'all, man. I have never Okay, last year was the first time I ever went out on Veterans Day for a free meal. Not that I didn't want to or like felt a way about it. Just personally, like it wasn't that serious. Like mm-hmm. to people be going like everywhere <laughs> just to get like just to be like it was free. Like they'll wait. Last year we went to Olive Garden. She made me come out. I went to Olive Garden. We waited forty five minutes for some soup and salad. You know what I'm saying? That's how it's like. Really? Like was it really that important? Like we 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 are blessed enough to be able to afford Olive Garden whenever we choose to. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like was was today like just because it's free was it worth waiting? Would you have waited 45 minutes no. on next 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 Friday? You know no. that's how I look at it. So I'm I, I was never pressed on doing it. Man, her and her friends was going and uh, she was now that she's home. Mm-hmm. She's like, we got to go out there. These fools, let me tell you, they went to Fazoli's. They went to, I think, multiple rooster locations. <laughs> Roosters were given the $10 rooster bucks. Yeah. They went to two, two, if not three, rooster locations. They hit up Miller Lane and literally bounced from Olive Garden next door to Smoky Bones. Ooh. Next door to Hooters. Like, ran through that, got all the free food there. Like, And I'm talking like, she came home with lasagna from somewhere. She came home with spaghetti for the kids from somewhere. She had some hooter wings. She had all this stuff. And I'm like, wow, you really was gone all day doing this, huh? Then she's like, we need to ride the street to Hooters so you can get your hooter bucks. I mean, your roosters so you can get your rooster bucks. And I'm like, well, I'll go do that. Like, I like, <laughs> like that's in and out. You know, right. I'll go to the counter. Yeah, I'm a vet. Show you my, appreciate it. Out the door. Like, I'm cool. I, I can go do that. So she, uh, she driving. That's, that's where I messed up. Uh oh! I, I just felt like chilling. I'm like, here you can drive. I already not hurt. Now me saying that is like rolling the dice. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, all right. So I, she drove. So now we done went from uh, dating roosters, and we about to go to the middle lane. She like, well, if we on the highway. Let's just go to Huber Heights roosters. <laughs> like, oh god! So we go to Huber Heights, hit them up, and we collectively got about sixty rooster bucks. So it's like, it's okay, my, I spend it. So it's now, so now my mind is like, okay, Sunday's coming down the coming down the stretch, yeah. the playoffs and all that. Like I can go to Roosters and you know take a couple of these Rooster bucks with me and chill out. Cash okay. out, yeah. So, so then we stop at Miller Lane, but by now when they were on there, it was like middle of the day. People still might have been at work or just waiting for dinner to go do this. So it was way busier than it was when she went. Mm-hmm. We we drove through uh, Old Charlie's Pack. Drove down by the other stuff packed, so we just was like, forget it. I didn't want to already, and she was like, well, it's kind of busy. So I'm looking on this little uh, link I got, and Panera was doing something. Mm-hmm. 
So we stopped at Panera, get our little pick two. They offered a free pastry with the thing. So we <laughs> we was hype about that. <laughs> and then I looked on there and saw B dubs. So we was like, it's right up the street, let's just we rolled the B dubs, sat in there, and they let us do carry out. Okay. So you got to pick like either ten traditional or twelve boneless. Ooh. Wedges, chips, whatever you wanted, you know, all that. So we, we ordered that. So we came home with two B dubs, two Paneras. I'm like, okay. And and some Rooster Bucks. I'm like, that's that's enough for me. Yeah. I went out and enjoyed it. So yeah, it was cool, man. It that's was, dope, man. It was, it was dope, a fun man. little time. What uh, branch of the service is your wife serving? Uh, she was an Air, Air Force. She's Air a ten year Air Force vet. Wow. She did she did ten of them, started having babies and <laughs> and, and bounced out. So she still talk about it like she gonna go finish her ten years in the reserves or something. But I'm like, you ain't about to go do that, man. We'll listen. see though. I'm like, you might not want to now these days, man. Listen, <laughs> you better keep your name off that paperwork. <laughs> Leave you at home with three girls. I'm telling you, because I'm not. I tell you that right now. I'll be at the Red Cross shelter helping out if you need me. So like, what? Is, <laughs> how does that work? Like, if you wanted to like. Not, well, what is it? Reenlist or basically like when you when you, when you sign up, you're signing up. They'll have it. So it's like a, like a contract. Like you're doing four years active. Mm-hmm. And most of the times it's four years inactive. So you're signing an eight year contract. Basically, the four years you're active duty military. You know, you do what they say. Mm-hmm. You know? The four years inactive, you're supposed to be in ready condition and be you know ready. To if needed, they could call you back. That's the that that's the little call you back list, basically. Mm-hmm. If something jump off and you want to call back our inactive people that have been out less than four years, they should still be able to, you know, army for us, you know, air force for us. So you can kind of on that like standby list. Mm-hmm. Now the funny thing about that is what they don't tell you. I learned this because I'm past my eight years total. <laughs> um, about year six, year seven, you start getting these letters. They like official orders where you supposed to report to this place for a physical. And oh. da, 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 da. I'm like, hell nah. It's like, in your mind, you're thinking, they ain't about to call me back. <laughs> so also that I'm a disabled vet, that kind of nicks that anyway. Mm-hmm. But still, you still don't feel like the disabilities that I have don't make me feel like I can't do something. Right. You know, so it's like, I ain't about to, they ain't about to try to get me back there just because mm-hmm. I got a little pancreas problem or you know whatever so <laughs> so i go to the physical or whatever and i'm asking the nurse like straight up like is this some like call you back to the military because if it is i'm I'm not participating in this physical like i'm she like no they just want to make sure you're alive you know da, 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 da. i'm like yeah okay they, they pay you to say that so i'm <laughs> hitting you I'm, with that I'm, good I'm, script yeah i'm tweaking about it so but basically nothing you know it was just the physical blah 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 and once you finish the inactive time, they really, they really, they probably, I mean, there probably is a way they could call anybody back, but after that inactive period, you're kind of like, you're cool. Right. So I remember um, in high school, uh, I don't know if it was at uh, your high school too, man. They used to have recruiters come in oh, yeah. and talk to us, especially like at lunchtime, or whatever. And I could just remember, man, they used to come up to the lunch table, like, man, what you, what you doing? Uh, what, year, what grade are you in? I'm like, oh, I'm a senior. Like, oh, what you doing after you graduate? I'm going to college. How are you going to pay for it? <laughs> like, you want to put that burden on your family? And I could just remember, like, man, well, I got a partial scholarship. Partial, partial, I'm not going to pay for everything. <laughs> and I could just remember them just, like, trying to get a, get yeah. cats, like, not just me, just, like, tons of people. So, like, did that happen at your high school? And, like, oh. and like I know you told this story, like, how you joined the military was kind of, like, more or less on a whim. Yeah. Like, did you ever, at that time, did you ever see yourself joining the military? No. <laughs> I had uncles and, and family members in the Air Force, mm-hmm. you know, and I never just thought about that being my path. And I think I shared with y'all the whole, how mm-hmm. I, but I don't know if I shared this. This is actually like the punchline. The recruiter that recruited me sold me all these dreams about playing football for the Army and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> this is how funny the world can be. As I, as I started working for the VA in 2014, I'm in my orientation, my third day of orientation. It's a week-long orientation. A guy that, okay, when I joined the military, this recruiter and I were just sitting there doing paperwork. This guy from my high school walks in. I'm like, oh, what's up, Brandon? Like, oh, what's up, kid? My recruiter goes, you know him? I'm like, yep. He was like, you just made E2. They had a program where that's called the buddy system where, like, if I brought somebody in, they give you a rank. Mm. 
So he put the paperwork in like I brought in Brandon because we just knew each other. Wow. So I was like, good looking. You know, now, now I'm a higher rank going in. Some people came in as E3s. They put in two, you know, whatever. For people that don't know, what does that mean? Yeah. Oh, for, uh, basically, like myself. <laughs> basically, I joined the army mm-hmm. and you walk in the door. Mm-hmm. Now, if we were so like, if, if it was together, like we we want to join the army. The buddy system is like basically like I'm bringing somebody else with me to join the military, right? And the army is saying thank you by giving me another rank. So, it's so like, like the ranking, like E one, E two. Does that mean like more more, more pay? More more. Oh, there the, it is. The, the, more, the more rank you get, the more responsibility you have. Okay, and then. The more pay you get. Okay, gotcha. So you go from, you know, a private to a specialist to a sergeant to, a, you know, sergeant, mate, whatever. It's mm-hmm. just the more rank you have, the more responsibility, the more, you know, soldier you're supposed to be able to be. Okay. All that. So he put he he, he put him on my buddy thing, so I came in E2, right? This dude, he had a severe stuttering problem, and so did I growing up. So we knew each other since elementary school because mm. we was in speech therapy okay. for you know all of elementary. He, he stuttered so bad that it lasted with him up until probably high school, like stuttered really bad. So to hear him talking, we kind of just you know caught up and was like, man, you sounded good. You, know, you, mm-hmm. you stuttered really bad. Man, so <laughs> he goes to take the ASVAB test, the test you take. That's supposed to grade your mm-hmm. abilities and then gives you a list of jobs that you qualify for. It's like what the military uses to hire you, basically. Right. He went and aced the ass. <laughs> That's like a sixteen hundred on the SAT. Like this dude <laughs> is like a genius. No one ever knew, right? He always had troubles in the school, but I think it was more so getting picked on, mm-hmm. not wanting to be there because so and so. Oh, you know what I'm saying? But not, but knowing his shit. No one, I never knew he was this smart. <laughs> I mean, he got like this super, super Intel job making, you know, whatever. Like dope, dope, dope. Hey, karma, bitch. Right. <laughs> so, but he got out of the military. He had some, you know, wife problems and he got out. He walks by the, uh, my orientation door. I'm like, damn, I like Brandon. So I step out real quick. I'm like, Brandon. I ain't seen him since we was 19 years old. I'm like, what's up? You know, we chatted for a second. He like, you know, our recruiter work here. I'm like, shut up. He goes and gets the recruiter that put us both in. Uh-huh. When I tell you I gave that man 10 minutes of my mind, <laughs> I'm like, you sold me some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, it, it came full circle for me. Full circle, In my man. first week of working at the VA. That's crazy. So, yeah, that man. was a pretty, uh, pretty, uh, you can't make that up story. Absolutely, so. man. That's nuts, man. Yeah, man. Can't make it up at all, dude. Is it top five time? No, I ain't top five uh, time quite yet. We got a subject that uh, you may be uh, yeah. know a little bit about. Uh-oh. That weed. Uh-oh. That kush. That chronic hey. green. <laughs> shout out, shout out. <laughs> weed in the NFL. Yeah, man. You sent me the story. I, I perused it. I did. They want to possibly use marijuana, the stickiest of the icky, in the NFL. To battle with, you know, nicks and bruises of the right. NFL. Pain management. Pain management. Now, I can say <laughs> I have not smoked weed since I was 18 years old. <laughs> when the last time you smoked, Killer? Um, the last time I smoked was probably at 710. <laughs> <laughs> You can't make this up, podcast. You only get that type of shit here. Man. So I will ask you, since I am not a expert on this subject, how do you feel about weed being legal in the NFL for pain management? It all depends on the pain that qualifies for the use of marijuana. And I guess I also just ask, do you think it really works? Like on a serious note. Well, like I, I, I do think for like people that have like some 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 brain issues, like seizures, we'll say mm-hmm. we have seen the effects that it gives. You know, people who have seizures all day long, how marijuana can kind of help with that. Mm-hmm. We have seen some studies and some stories. Now, like concussions, I can see that. You know, like I have an eye condition that gives me really bad headaches mm-hmm. a lot, like a weekly, and it's like. 
sometimes this helps. Mm-hmm. Now, am I supposed to be doing this? No. <laughs> do I do it all the time? No. <laughs> but sometimes it helps. Okay. So I think when it comes to the NFL, you got to think these cats are going through school zones, that type of speed. Yeah. And hitting each other multiple times in a three or four hours. Offensive hour. yeah. linemen. And then you got practice. So they're line. doing this for, you know, what, six, seven months, eight months, whatever long training camp is to the end of the season. They kind of getting into that knock you around stuff. Yeah. So I could see how some of these people have some deep, deep pain issues. So as long as it's for somebody, like for something that's like not like, I mean, I twisted my ankle last week. This going to help. Like if it's more so for people who have some conditions that after the NFL, they're on a little watch list or they, you know, need to be, they've had eight concussions in their career or, you know, like, I don't think it's. I don't think it should just be for everyone to use because everybody's gonna they're gonna abuse it. You know what? I totally disagree. I think we should be legal, fucking everywhere, <laughs> and I don't even smoke. <laughs> I just do. I just like look, man. It's it's a fucking plant, bro. Right. Like, what's the fucking big deal, man? Like, like I don't, I don't think it should be like cigarettes where you can just all right. They got a balcony, you can start blazing up a blunt right. or something like that, but. You know, I just if you want to sit at home and have a beer, and yeah, a, I, I, and I see <laughs> no problem at it with it at all. Yeah. Like I just, that's, that's I just how don't. I look at it too. <laughs> I, I I do look at it as a whole that way, but I think with it not being totally legal, that's why I feel mm-hmm. that way. With that with it, with it not being totally legal everywhere, it's like people now that it's starting to pop up. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, we about to go live here, yeah, or. We need this. We can. We can. We live here, so we can get. I have. I have a friend. I, I won't put my friend's name out there, <laughs> but he is friends of me and Shaw Smoke. Shaw okay. Smoke lives in California. For those that don't know, California just now legalized recreational use of marijuana. Recreational, so, not medical. Yeah, recreational. Now they have both. It should but be like that everywhere. I just. I truly believe. Back that, when man. they had just medical, <laughs> one of my friends moved out there for a little while, and within a week. Had a medical marijuana license. Okay, I asked this man, "How did he get this medical marijuana license?" He said he was hooping at the park. They ended up talking about it. Some dude was like, "Yeah, it's a dude down the street that I do him for seventy five dollars." Wow. Walks him down there after they hooped. The guy asked him, "What pain? Like, what's wrong with you?" He said, "I just hurt my shoulder hooping," and he wrote him a medical marijuana license. It was just that fast. And I'm like, that's where I have a problem with it. If it's not going to be legal everywhere. Yeah. People will find reasons yeah. and, and and wiggle in the door for that and and then could get punished, could get, you know, what just for that. And it's like, how how can someone go to jail in New Mexico mm-hmm. if they live three minutes from the border of California? Right. Like that's where it's like, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going if if it's gonna start being legal, then damn it, it need to be like everything else that they that that people die from. I mean, pe- alcohol. Mm-hmm. I have people that's alcohol themselves to death. Yeah, people. You know, it's, it's gonna. You can't just say like, well, we shouldn't do it this, but this drug and this is okay. Like people used to smoke cigarettes in courtrooms. I mean, like that was the norm everywhere in hospital. You name it. On airplanes, yes, like so, smoking a heater <laughs> on a tin can in thirty feet, in thirty thousand feet in the air. So we see all these people with emphysema and and COPD, and you know that's because they smoke cigarettes. But you allow them just to go buy that whenever they want to. Man, and if it's gonna be legal, make it legal. And if it's not, that's why I have a problem with it being that way because people are gonna wiggle into it. Wiggle so. in and out, and it's time. Oh, it's time. Top five. Top five that are alive. I plead the fifth. He keeps asking me to give him a high five. High five. I'm gonna give you to the count of five. One, two, three, four, five. All right, this week's top five, especially coming off a week like this. Yeah. Propose the question of top five songs that get you going in the morning. They get you amped up. They get you ready to to attack the day. To forget about the problems of 
last Tuesday. <laughs> they want to get you motivated to stay amped up. So kill it what you got, man. Man, first off, I got way more than five. Okay. But I'm not going to give y'all five because it, this wasn't heartless to come up with. But I did think of the five that I would say are probably the most common in my rotation of morning turnups. Okay. I have to have in there. This is probably my number one. Eminem the way I am. Ooh. How that song just, I don't know, it's just something about the cadence and the rap. Mm-hmm. It's one of those songs that just get me turned up in the morning. So that's one. Like that. The Scenario Remix. Oh! That thing in the morning gets in rotation quite a bit. Tribe Called Quest for those, yeah, that, don't, those that, don't that don't know. New album out right now. Yes, must check out. This one, I'm just a fan of his rap, so this is probably one of my favorite songs because every time I've ever even seen it played, it just gets a reaction. And it's just one of them songs for me. T.I., bring them out. I knew it was going to be some in there. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. To bring them out, man, that's just it's something about that song that just turned you up. Um, Next, Little John <laughs> featuring Pastor Troy and them East Side Boys, Throw It Up. That song for me gets me wanting to tear my shirt off sometimes. <laughs> At that seven is, in the morning. That is my turn up song. That is my like turn up song. And then I went a little this one I had because there's so many, man. Like I wanted I wanted March Madness in there. I Ooh. wanted Dreams and Nightmares and I wanted some of that, but Kendrick backseat freestyle for me. That's a, that's 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 that quality. One, when I went through all the all my favorite of like, you know, kind of newer stuff, it was like that still is when that comes on in the in the shuffle on the on the iPhone when you're driving, you don't skip it. You yeah. let that ride for Gotta a let that ride. That's my five. Okay. For me, I kind of attack it from, you know, I'm going to work and I'm going to get this get this money. Yeah. So that's kind of like my mindset when I go to work. So that's kind of almost like the theme of mine. All right. And these are songs that I do really play like in the morning time. Fab breathe. Mm-hmm. One and a two. And a two. <laughs> that beat, the bars, yeah. I just love that record. Clips grinding. Ah, okay. <laughs> we'll clap that up. Yeah. We'll clap that up. Yeah. VA. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> man. And a, another Kendrick joint. Him and J Rock, Money Trees. Yes. Now, that, that's everybody loves, yes. everybody know I love Kendrick, but J Rock verse on Money Trees, I demand. You go listen to that verse yeah. and tell me that shit don't get you right. Don't get your mind right. Don't get you ready to go get this money. Attack the day. Talking about getting this money. I'm liking I'm liking the top three. I'm liking. Okay. Now, this is kind of off base a little bit for like motivational, but for me, it always worked. Jay-Z, the evils. Hmm. It's a little slower tempo, but but I love it because of the subject matter and what... Uh, the attacking the day and attacking the money mind state. And See, I he have, has a line in there where he says, I'd rather die enormous to live dormant. That's how we on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's how I feel <laughs> with 22s. Yeah. I got just something about that song that just. Yeah, man. Yeah, I like that song. And then number one, without a fucking doubt, <laughs> Jeezy Bun B Trap or Die. When 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 Bun B come on that track, back up in the hood again, where it's all good again. Ride candy slam, gripping on the wood again. Listen to me here. And then as I'm looking back at my list, I, I think back to myself and like, man, you really have a problem. You really love this drug talk, boy. You I like I said, never sold dope. Never have, never will. Never sold nothing but candy, man. Look, man, like one, two. Three out of those five songs is talking about dealing drugs. Yeah. <laughs> it's something wrong with me, I think, man. I think you got an alter ego that's in there that you just uh, keep at bay. Yeah, man. Trap or die, man. So uh, put your top five songs that get you motivated in the morning in the comments. Email us. I did tweet have, us all that stuff, man. I did have Nuck, Nuck If You Buck, too. But, Ooh. but I went ahead and... Nuck If You Buck. Yeah, that's, shoot the club up. Yeah, that's... <laughs> 
That's one of them. That's one of them turned up as well. So yeah, send us to you can make this up podcast at Gmail. Send us your top five. You can tweet us at DJ underscore killer underscore Kev at one Kev Nash. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And one last thing before we slide up out of here, man. You have listened to the Tribe Called Quest album. I have. I have not. I suck. I have. <laughs> and I enjoyed it. It's dope. It's like they're having fun, but it's like good music. Okay. But it's like, it's the, it's still the try. They still spitting, but it's just like, they, it ain't, you, you you don't feel like some old heads is trying to make some new music. Okay. That's what I'm saying. And that's what I was worried about. Yeah. Because I, when they announced the, excuse me, when they announced the album was going to come out, man, I felt some type of way. It's like, man, why couldn't y'all give this to us? While Fife was still here, like mm-hmm. why we have to wait to a situation like this before we got a new Tribe album? And I can honestly say, like I, I always knew about Tribe and everything like that, but like I never like really got into Tribe. But I all know all the you know the singles, right. uh, you know, can I kick it? Benita Apple Mama, all the super major popular songs. So I did feel some type of way about that, but like everybody's hitting me up, like, yo, have you heard it? Have you heard it? Have you heard it? I was like, no, I haven't heard it. Is it dope? I was like, yeah, it's dope. And then you put your stamp on it. So yeah. I'm all the Mexicans, you must go. Go ahead. You got, you got you got to check. I'm telling you, they performed that. That's the first song they performed on, on SNL too. Okay, and I uh, you got I check. saw Busta Rhymes. You might want to. That might be a dope thing. Watch, watch SNL, catch a couple of the songs on there, and then okay. be like, and then you'll feel then you're ready to tune into the album. Okay, matter of fact, I'm gonna hit. But make it. sure you see that SNL. I'm buying it I'm right you now. Up, I'm hitting you up before Sunday Night Football. I'll see Absol- if you watch. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm 100 <laughs> gonna watch it. Absolutely, I'm definitely gonna check it out. Yeah, shout out to uh, uh, Gym City Pod. Absolutely, Bars shout and Beyond. Demarco, what up? Yes, yes. Everybody that's been tuning in, we we appreciate you. Appreciate the shares. Mm-hmm. Make sure you uh, put that out there. You know, the Monday, the Monday we call it a Monday morning. You know, get ready for workflow. Absolutely, man. And uh, that midweek, if you at the gym, you need some motivation, you need something to listen to while you're at the gym, we got you, man. Just yeah. check out the pod. We got 33 of these things on here, man. We're going to be here for a while. Absolutely. Can't make this up podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. We be back next week. Yeah, yeah.